What is up, everybody? It is another episode of Hey, What's Up with your guy, Ray, and your other guy, Emerson. It has been a hot minute, Emerson. Would you agree? Uh, very hot minute. Very hot and humid minute, if we're being honest, bro. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good example of the weather we've been suffering here in Texas. Dude, it was fucking ridiculous. I don't understand how the hell August was so fucking hot, bro. Like, 100 degrees, 100% humidity. Like, I just wanted to melt, bro. Like, I, just, I wanted to stay inside and not fucking do anything. Yeah, it, it's been bad, man. I, I'm a type of guy that loves wearing long sleeves. I think it's because I'm self-conscious about my arms. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Damn, bro. But <laughs> we just went right into the fields. Anyway, um, Man, I love hey, wearing sweaters. Somebody asked you, I how's your day going? Sleeves. You're like, bro, I'm really fucking depressed. I can't do that right now because it's so hot. I have 8 a.m. classes. So the good thing, though, is that I can wear them in the early morning and then I have to change. But it's double laundry. Anyway, yeah, it's been hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, dude, you really went deep for a second there, man. Said, I'm self-conscious about my Emerson? arms. Like, just dropping that shit. Hello? So, Emerson went MIA real quick. So, I'm just going to go ahead and keep talking for a little bit. Just so you know how this works. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, I could hear you now. I was about to tell oh, okay. them that you went MIA. Gotcha. And I was just oh. talking. So, let me just finish uh, this no. real quick. All right, let's keep going. Keep all right. Going. So, um... For all of you who listen, the way we go about our podcast since we're not in the same location anymore is that I record and he records separately and we just go ahead and talk through a phone call and then we just sync the audio and, uh, you know, post-production and we just call it a day, you know, slap a a sticker on it and send it straight on to our services and they upload it for us and, you know. I make it sound so much cooler than it is, but it's not. It's really simple. Oh. It's really it's not so hard. simple. <laughs> yeah, but welcome back, Emerson, from your really quick audio slash phone errors. Yeah. No, I was. I guess. I guess you didn't hear what the fuck I was saying, but I'm like, dude, you got deep with that long long sleeve shirt thing, dude. You just let everybody know why you wear them all the time. <laughs> no, I, I I just put myself with a big target on my back because like. Now they have something to roast me about. Every single time they see me with a long sleeve, they're gonna yeah. roast me. They're they like, can oh, roast little, me. Little, little weird arms, Ray. You let, bro. You put that target on your back, bro. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I put a little target, and then you put that nickname, and now I have a big target. So thanks for that, dog. <laughs> Dude, that shit wasn't even like clever. <laughs> I know, man. Um, but Emerson, how's it going, man? What's up? It's it's going well, man. It's going well. For those of you who don't know, I started working officially a couple weeks ago, man. I've just been tired all the time, man. Like, I love the people who I'm working with. I enjoy what I'm doing, dude. But I'm just tired all the time. And it's honestly just because, and I don't know if I've said this before in the podcast, but no matter what time I have to wake up, I'm always going to go to bed like at 1 or fucking 2 2 a.m., so if I have to wake up at 7 and shower and then drive over to work, I'm going to go to sleep at 2. If I have to wake up at midnight, I mean, if I have to wake up a minute, if I have to wake up in the afternoon at noon, my ass is still going to go to sleep at two. If I have to wake up at four, I'll wake up at, I'll go to sleep at 2 a.m. Like that is just how my fucking body is completely adjusted. And I think it's kind of bullshit that we have to work around this, this, uh, schedule, right? Like that society has made like that work is from eight to five or nine to six every day instead of being okay. Like, are you a morning person? Or are you like a night person? If you're a night person, come in at noon, you can, you get to leave work at 10 if you're a morning person, you come in at not eight to five or nine to six, wherever you want. Like that way, you're you're you are your most productive self. Because for me, like I said, I'm a night owl. Like I am most productive at night. Like the whole day, I will waste doing nothing. But then seven o'clock hits, six o'clock hits, and that's when I'm really starting to get into gear. And I, I don't know, I don't know what you consider yourself. Because I feel like you were a night owl as, as well too. Like you're always working at night, whether you're doing your photography stuff. Or you're studying or doing your homework. Like, you're, like, up until, like, 4 or 5 in the morning to get it done. Yeah, so, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, if I've ever mentioned it before, but um, I would like to see myself as a night owl, but yeah. it's been on the flip. 
So ever since summer, I've been waking up super early and I have classes every day at 8 a.m. And they're attendance based. So right now I'm becoming more of a morning person. I like worked out right after my class. Um, Uh I haven't taken a nap yet. But last week I took a nap every single day (laughs) and I would just wake up. Excuse me. And then go to class. Um, But right now I'm kind of flipping. So I'm getting my life together as far as my sleep schedule goes. And also because guess what, man? What? Tell me. Remember how I brought up the whole minoxidil thing? The, oh, yeah. the ointment uh, for the beards? I started yeah, yeah. it. I started well, doing how it. Long, how long ago did you start? Um, I've been doing it for about six days now. Oh, that's almost a week. So what, 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 what's it looking like? You seeing any new hair follicles come out? Oh yeah, yeah. I I am seeing my facial hair connect, which is actually (laughs) amazing. I am hoping to look like my boy, none other than John Wick himself, Keanu Reeves. I want a full nice beard like my man, and it's it's a grind though, and it's 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 interesting. You want to know why? Tell me. The side effects. Okay. What what are the side effects again? So what what side effect have you been experiencing? I should say. I'll I'll list the ones that there are, and then I'll list the ones that I'm experiencing that way. Okay. You know, okay. there's a little bit of oh, what is he what is he experiencing? Okay. So, uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, so one of them is um shedding of hair, and that okay. could be hair on your head. Um, okay. Essentially, it's like. You know how you get in the shower and you wash your hair and then uh-huh. you notice that like a couple of hairs fall out? Dude, that has never happened to me before, dude. Like, I don't understand that shit. Like, my girlfriend's hairs fall out all the time and I'm like, what the fuck is this shedding shit? Like, I guess I just have really thick hair and really strong roots. I've never had that happen, so I totally don't know what's going on. Wow. Well, um, that's a thing. <laughs> and I'm glad you know about it through your girlfriend. But yeah, so basically that is... I guess doubled as far as like shedding rate goes. Um, another one is heart palpitations, so increased heart rate. Um, another That's one crazy. Is, is like itchiness, uh, okay. dryness of the face. Uh-huh. And some people have experienced acne, some people haven't. Okay. But the ones I've experienced, the itch from hell, I swear, man, I've never itched more in my life. But uh-huh. I'm learning and like, I'm actually, like, disciplining myself on not to itch, which is good because I can kind of use that for other bad habits. Um, I also have a super dry face now. Like, I have dry flakes on my face, which is actually disgusting. And I'm putting lotion on three times a day. Damn. Yeah. So, I'm I'm getting it covered. And then the last one, I think I may have gotten acne from it. Okay. So And I usually have a clean face. is Is it worth the price? Of the side effects to get that beard going? Oh, for sure, dude. For sure. Um, I feel like I'm not even going to recognize you next time I see you. That's how good this beard is going to look. That's that's what I want. I want to look different, and I'm, I'm getting my workout regimen into gear. I, uh-huh. I just want I want to come back looking like I'm actually going to be an adult. I want yeah. my I want my beard. I want my no beard, and I want my... Yeah, I want no more baby face. I've just been looking at myself... And the more I look at myself, the uh-huh. more I come to the conclusion that I look like a big baby. Yeah. So. Damn. I feel that, bro. So this is why I kept this trash-ass beard that I have, dude. I just committed to it. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I nah, it's getting better. Trash- it looks better. Now, hopefully, man. It's just, dude, I'm have to, I have to cut it all the time. Like, I have to... I don't even know what if cutting it is. I'm, I'm just getting... I clean it up like every other day and I'm just letting it grow, dude. I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm owning it more and more every day, dude. But I That's wish good. I really had a nice beard, man. I, I, I am so envious. And we we did a whole podcast on it of dudes with nice beards. So I hope everything works out for you. And if everything starts looking nice for you, dude, I might, I might hop on that whatever shit it's called. <laughs> dude, let me, let me, let me tell you why it's dope. Because you don't have to be growing a beard to grow a beard. That doesn't make sense. It's ironic. But the way it works is if you shave your face all the Uh time, it allows the substance to be absorbed because Mm -hmm. there's less hair, right? Yeah. And you basically 
will be growing out more hair follicles, but okay. they can't see it because you're always shaved, right? Yeah. So so that's oh, that's oh I see what you're saying. Oh. That's what's really cool about it. Yeah. The bad thing though is that when you're doing that, the dryness, the acne is gonna be a little bit more, you know, evident because you don't yeah. have hair to cover that. But um, dude, that's no, my honestly, goal. Well, speak, speaking about dry skin, dude, I feel like a lot of dudes don't moisturize their skin like they do. They don't put lotion on after the fucking shower. They don't put lotion on their fucking face, dude. And as guys, we gotta start taking care of ourselves, man. Like I'm, I'm walking around. I see dude with ashy knees or like those ashy ass elbows. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. And I just oh, never I know put exactly fucking lotion on, bro. It's like, fam, what you doing to yourself, dude? Like, this shit has to be moisturized so it can stretch and fucking protect you from fucking little baby-ass cuts and shit. And dudes, oh, my God. There's, there's nothing more I hate than having dry hands, bro. Oh, my God. I hate that shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the worst. But having hydrated skin is highly underrated. Yeah, I, I like using skin products and you know taking care of myself and it's kind of you know feeling pretty but um we'll see how this goes because it is a little bit demoralizing when you get acne and you you've never had a bad time with acne um yeah my face is getting dry it's not me um but i'm I'm planning on holding out uh because i want to see that beard my goal is to keep my beard non-existent until november and then Having applied no like this this product on me for uh-huh. all of September, a good amount of August, and most of or all of October, and then start okay. no shave November, oh, with hopefully by then a lot more than what I've had before. Dude, see that that's the bullshit part. Not being able to participate in no shave November because I like my beard was just fucking trash and I was embarrassed of it. Like, ugh. So I'm happy, dude. I'm rooting for you. Like I said, man. I hope that beard shit goes well. Thanks, man. I'm I'm rooting for myself too. Cause if not, then that was a waste <laughs> of twenty bucks. But it was twenty bucks for six months, so I can't complain. But yeah, man. Um, I know you've been upset recently. Why is that? Dude, stupid upset, man. I'm I was so excited for for the football season to start, man. I was like, look. Oh, Andrew, Andrew Luck retired. I thought I thought it was going to be a rough season for the Texans. I'm like, there's no way we're fucking winning the division the way this offensive line has been playing and how awful we looked against Dallas in the third preseason game. And then, like, literally later that night, Alex, Al, Andrew, Alex Luck. Andrew Luck fucking retired, which uh, was, was probably one of the best, better quarterbacks, probably top five, top ten quarterback for sure in the NFL. Uh, oh, played for the Colts top against five, the Texans. for sure. Yeah. Great fucking quarterback. Retires. And I totally, totally, totally understand why he retired. Like, football is such a physically demanding sport. And all the injuries that he went through. Like, if you don't love doing something, like, you should just fucking quit doing that shit. And it's easy to say that about him because he's made millions upon millions of fucking dollars. So he could just say, hey, fuck this. I'm done. I'm going to retire at the age of 29 and literally live the rest of my life with what I made already in the NFL. And he has a degree from Stanford, so he could go be a fucking architectural engineer if he really wants to. Or just by using his celebrity, go do literally whatever the fuck he wants to do, right? And I feel like a lot of the times, like, like obviously, we don't have the option to just quit a fucking job because we have bills to pay. Or we really don't have any other avenues. Or we don't have enough savings to, to really bet on ourselves. Um, but I just, I was so, I don't know if proud is the right word, but I was so impressed you know that this man was willing to walk away from from something that he had loved doing and and was willing to accept that he didn't love it anymore that he had fallen out of love with the game you know like he wasn't selling himself out you know he could have played for another six years no doubt but that's six years of his life that he was giving up of of happiness you know just to be fucking miserable to be in the nfl and and do stuff that were people were expecting him to do so i think for us we should we should start doing that more often anytime we get the opportunity to go do something better or even have the take a risk to maybe get something better. I think we should start doing that, man. Cause I feel like there are way too many people who wake up, go to work and are at a job that they fucking hate or they're in a relationship they don't want to be in, or they're doing something that other people want them to do, whether it's their, their parents or their friends or whomever, right. Just to make other people happy. And I think we, we don't often enough make ourselves happy. I agree, man. I just, 
the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way was the reaction from the Indianapolis fans. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. dude, how could you boo the GOAT? You 100%. know? 100%. No, you're right. Yeah. But like, I, I will say... I, uh-huh. Um, well, I'll say this after whatever you say. Well, I mean, I understand being shocked as a fan and be like, what the fuck? Like, our young quarterback who we thought we were going to have for 10 more years maybe, if... Probably maybe even longer with how long quarterbacks are fucking playing now. Like, and he's just retiring out of nowhere. But if somebody's retiring at the age of 29, knowing everything he's went through, like literally last, uh, not last year, the year before, he didn't play football at all because his shoulder was fucked up pretty bad. He's never had a good offensive line. He's always been fucking hurt. Dude, he almost fucking, he ruptured like a kidney or some shit like that. Um, he had a lacerated kidney. This dude has gone through a lot and played through a lot of fucking bullshit. Like, you see Andrew Luck, he's a huge guy. And he's willing to take fucking hits and make great plays. Like, knowing everything that he's been through, like, even if you didn't know the details immediately, you're like, man, he's probably retiring because he's just, he can't do that. He can't deal with the pain anymore. You know, he can't deal with rehab. He probably hates not knowing if he's ever going to be 100% again after every injury. So... I don't know, man. I thought I thought it was awful for them to fucking boo him. Like that's fucked up. Like you know, the, this guy fucking loves you. Has given everything to this fucking team in the city, and that's the reaction he gets. Oh my god. And and probably the fans regret that shit after later. But this way way too quick to fucking judge. Way too fucking quick. Like your thing is like just to boo the man. Like to boo him. Come on. Yeah, come on. Like that's that's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I. I just can't help but feel bad for the man. Like, imagine yeah. like you give it your all after injuries, and you still put up a decent season last year. And yeah, great you season last year. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but something that was interesting was um, the Indianapolis Colts. They've recruited, or not recruited, but they've drafted the top number one picks, three quarterbacks, right? Oh, you said the Colts. Yeah, my bad. What did I say? You said the Colts? The Colts have drafted three overall picks? Is that what you said? Yeah, wait. What did I say before? I literally forgot. Uh, I don't remember. I, I thought you were going to talk about like the Colts taking like Andrew Luck and like Peyton Manning and stuff. No, yeah, yeah. Um, well, they've um, drafted the number one pick for a while, right? They've had three quarterbacks that they've drafted at number one. Oh, yeah, and like since like the whole... Exception of the franchise, yeah, they've had Johnny, I think Johnny Unitas was the number one overall pick, and then Peyton Manning in 1999, and then Andrew Luck in 2012, 2011, I don't remember what drafting well, was. Well, I, I think it's crazy that um, Tom Brady's term with the Patriots has been longer than all three of those guys, oh, or it's been yeah. the same till yeah. today. Yeah. That's wild. No, dude, Tom Brady's like, he's probably going to play till he's 45, honestly. Unless he falls off a cliff fucking soon, like, there's, like, this guy's just so impressive. I mean, he's he's never been, like, the best quarterback in the sense of, like, like, he could throw the ball the deepest or he has the best accuracy, but he is a great football player. Like, like, he, like I said, he, like, Rodgers is a better quarterback than him. Um, who else? Peyton Manning, when they were, when they were going head-to-head, was a better quarterback than him. When you're looking at, like, quarterback skills in particular but like Brady just always makes the right play and he's so smart he knows exactly where to put the ball whether he knows when he should dump it down and throw it three yards and let the fucking running back take it for 20 more like this guy's gonna outlive all of us dude (laughs) I'll probably be retired before he retires for the NFL yeah it's it's insane how much he's able to give I think it's just his IQ his game IQ is insane a hundred percent and this dude like 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 he he loves he loves football. Like he loves playing fucking. He loves competition. Like seven championships in, and like he still he still has a chip on his shoulder. You know he still feels like it's everybody against him. Like nobody cared about him because he was drafted like in the seventh round or whatever the fuck it was. You know like he's still out there something to prove at forty two years old with seven championships. Anybody else be like, all right, well that's it. Like I don't have anything else to do anymore. But this guy he's just chasing greatness, man. Yeah, it's. It's insane to see what he's going to do because, you know, like, I would like to compare him to Steph Curry where Uh he's not the most athletic, nothing crazy, but skill-wise, insane. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I, I would like to think athleticism in football is, you know, your ability to get hit, your ability to throw the ball, um, but your skill is your IQ. Um, yeah. 100%. And Steph Curry's IQ. Position. Oh, yeah. That's like the most IQ necessary role. Yeah. But, no, yeah. You're right. No, and, and Tom Brady, like, I, I thought two years ago he was going to fall off a cliff, man. Now it's completely wrong, so I just shut the fuck up about Tom Brady now. I just let him do what the fuck he does, and, he, and he'll decide whenever he's fucking done, honestly. Yeah, he. I think he'll finish, and then he'll still probably go into the XFL or something. Could you imagine that? No, he I don't finishes think the NFL. XFL. That'd be crazy if he did, though. Dude, if he did, I'm more than sure they'd be paying him millions oh, to, if bro. not if not maybe even higher dude they'd have to pay him so much fucking money but um oh yeah so i got sidetracked talking about andrew luck so fucking Texans yesterday made two goddamn fucking awful trades in my opinion we gave up jadevian Clowney, who we drafted number one overall in 2014 the number one pick in the fucking whole draft and he was hurt the first couple of years. He wasn't completely healthy. But then these last three years, bro, he's been fucking bonkers. So fucking good. Like, one of the best uh, outside lam- outside linebacker DNs kind of positions. Like, great run stopper. He's not going to get the most sacks, obviously, because you have, you have so many other great guys like J.J. Watt and Whitney Merciless there. Merciless there. But he's great at setting the edge. He's physical. This guy is super athletic, right? And we, for whatever reason, we decided not to fucking sign him to a long-term contract. Wanted him to play under the franchise tag. And then we don't even trade him before the trade deadline. Uh, we're not the, before the trade deadline. Before the deadline to, uh, to work out a, a long-term deal. So then all our leverage was gone. And yesterday I wake up and I see that, like, the Seahawks may trade for him. I'm like, no way. No way this is going to happen. Five minutes later, Jadavian Clowney has been fucking traded to the Seahawks. I'm like, okay, what do we get? Did we get, like, a first-round pick, a couple first, a first and a second, a a first and a, and a good player, something like that. Nah, bro, we got fucking nuts. We got robbed, basically. We got finessed by the Seahawks. We got a third-round pick, and we got two trash-ass fucking football players that really aren't going to fucking do that much for us. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll fucking be great in our fucking system, dude, but both of these guys together are nowhere near as impactful in the game as Jadavian Clowney has been for the Texans, dude. Like It just pisses me off so much. We got a fucking third-round pick. When you look at Antonio Brown, what he went for. When you see what Amari Cooper went for. When you see what A B did I already say A B? Antonio Yeah, I already said Antonio Brown went for. Khalil Mack, you see D Ford. Other players who are comparable in terms of impact and and amount of greatness and and uh fucking superstardom. Jadevian Clown is up there and we got fucking shit for him. We literally just gave him away. I honestly would have just rather fucking kept him and like hope that he fucking comes back and if he doesn't, oh well. Like let him walk away and we'll get a third Third round pick anyways for compensation next year for losing him. And then a couple hours later, we fucking turn around. We make a trade for Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills, who are both two good to great players, right? So I'm excited. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then I read like, yeah, Texans are going to give a shitload of picks away to get these two players. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God, bro. I'm like, okay, so how bad is it going to be? We're going to get one first round pick? I'm like, okay, you know what? One first round pick I think is a lot, but whatever. No big deal, right? And I find out we give away two first-round fucking picks, a second-round pick, and then, and then we get Kenny Stills. We we get a we get a sixth-round pick, I think, and then we get fucking Laramie Tunsil, which on paper I'm okay with us getting those players, but we just completely fucking overpaid, bro. Like that shit is goddamn ridiculous. If all this shit would have happened earlier, we could have paid way less, and we don't have a fucking general manager either. You have the coach fucking running the goddamn fucking team. Doing whatever the hell he wants. He doesn't care about the future. He cares about not getting fired this fucking year. So he's going to do whatever it takes to fucking make to make the roster better. He doesn't care how much he pays for in the future. And another thing, the Texans are paying half the salary of Jadavian Clowney when he's, in, when he's in Seattle. Like, I don't know what the fuck we got back. We got a third-round pick, and that was it. So I'm fucking super upset. But we're probably going to fucking win uh, the division this, this year unless some crazy shit happens. Unless Brissett plays amazing or Foles really is what he was in with the Eagles, man. But I don't know. I'm I was really excited for football, but yesterday kind of killed my vibe. Like we're probably still gonna win, but the way that we're gonna end up winning, I really don't fucking like. But I guess it doesn't matter if any at any point in the next five years the Texans win the Super Bowl, it like these these draft picks that we gave away, they're they're fucking Nolan Boyd. I think anybody would trade all these fucking picks and these players to have a Super Bowl. Yeah, I, 
I'm at a loss of words because I don't really like the NFL that much. Um, I love the NFL. But I, I do follow it a little bit. And knowing that that trade was made, I was like, this is ridiculous. You're, you're joking. This is like the onion for sports or something. Yes, bro. Nah, exactly. it, it was legit. And you, you can't help but question those things. <laughs> it's like Dwight Howard to the Lakers. Like, what? Really? But, you know, it may give them an opportunity. I mean, some of those older players that didn't really shine as much, they may fit into the system better. Maybe. Hopefully. Or else we got fucking robbed. And even then, even if they fit great into our system, I think they, we could have got them for way cheaper than Debbie and Clowney and fucking paying half his salary. Yeah, I mean, at that point, you just can't help but think, aren't there people who double-check these offers? Or, like, these negotiations? Because, man, anyone can say that's a dumb deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, man, like, we don't have a general manager. So, that's what happens when you don't when you don't have anybody running the front office. And you have the coach making all the decisions. Or, like, a myriad of people making these fucking choices. I'm just... Oh, uh, wow. Dude, I was so fucking upset. It was fucking ridiculous. But whatever. I'm excited for the NFL. Football back. Football's back on Thursday. Uh, playing fantasy is great. I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. Like I said, we'll probably win the division and then fucking get bounced in the first round or maybe win the first fucking game in the playoffs and then fucking lose to the Patriots like we do every fucking other damn year we make the playoffs. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry for yeah. you. But um, that's good, man. Uh, I'm glad you're excited for football. I'm excited for college football. It's been one heck of a first round. So Tennessee, poor guys, they just got destroyed. It's official to say they're a basketball school now. And then, yeah. you know, like, seeing the U- uh, University of Houston versus Oklahoma game, wow, that was nerve-wracking. I think either U of H is going to come up or Oklahoma's slacking a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. No, U-, we'll U of H is, has a pretty good team, but I'm just so impressed with what the Sooners have been able to do. Oh, my buddy Colin was out there. Shout-out to Colin. He, he went up to watch the game. Um Hey, uh, like the way have they've gotten three fucking amazing quarterbacks in three back-to-back years is is wild to me. They had Baker Mayfield, and then they go to fucking Kyler Murray, and now they fucking on on uh with Jalen Hearns who fucking had six fucking touchdowns yesterday. Like this is fucking ridiculous. How great! I don't know if it's if it's the coach, the system, or who gets the fucking credit, but whatever they're doing over there, they're doing a fucking great job, and they they need to be fucking paid way more. <laughs> Dude, I think it's it's the school. I know this, I, this is an outdated word, but the school swag, bro. Yeah. Like the football program, I think that it has some sort of reach and it has this type of appeal that not a lot of mm-hmm. other schools offer. And if you're a star player, yeah, it's almost like I think the most. Uh, if I can compare it to an NBA, you know team it's like the lakers oklahoma you're like what why are you gonna compare that it doesn't make sense it's like brand um yeah so the brand like star players want to go there because it's about them Mm -hmm. and that's the way it's been um you know you want to go and you want to win that's a patriots aka bama if you want to you know be really good and still compete but not have as much stardom Packers, aka Clemson. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, there's a lot to compare, but I think that Oklahoma is the place where people want to build their brand and be known as that person, that yeah. receiver, that quarterback. hundred So bro. I feel like the spotlight on there is sick for those young, talented players. But one thing I really like more than what I just said: the social media usage of oklahoma bro their football content is amazing it is right. mind-boggling how good it is all right check give me, it out give me, give me an example give me an example if you watch their videos uh-huh. you would straight up be hyped for their season oh so it's every like, single like time hype clips okay gotcha 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 yeah their their photography game their videography everything is just top tier and i follow the guys that make that stuff and they're young college students yeah. So they know exactly what's up. They know exactly what the the trend is. They know what what people want to see. 
Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is different from all the other places because, you know, they hire some old dude or some young old dude. But it's different, you know? You want to get yeah. people from that generation yeah. to reach out to that generation. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how, how it is at, at Texas A&M anymore. But I thought our, our fucking videos and high clips were so fucking corny, bro. Like, so fucking corny. Like, what was it? At the at the start of the fourth quarter, like, everybody's holding up the four fingers. I'm like, what the fuck is that? What are we doing? Like, they're, like, in an oil refinery. Like, there's fire effects everywhere, and they're holding up four, four, four. I'm like, what the f- What kind of corny-ass shit is this? Like, I don't understand. Like, the four, like, you're just holding up four for fourth quarter? Like, there's no fucking significance to this at all. Oh my god, that shit was so fucking bad, bro. Ugh, I cringe when I think about that shit. I don't know. I haven't, like I said, I don't know if they changed it or not. Hopefully they fucking did, but I hated that shit, bro. Yeah, oh. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that type of stuff. Like I get it. Yeah. But I'm all about simplicity, and I'm all about what works, right? Yeah. So I sent you a video right now of um, OU's uh, football video, and it's 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 what everyone wants to see, hype plays with reveals and also really cool cinematic simple yeah displays of the players so for example the one i sent you is like a reveal of ou partnering with jordan at the end if you see that stuff that's so dope and then like the whole idea of ou dna like everything about them i think is just so clean their videos are so dope their graphic designer, he's he's the goat. Like, and and don't get me wrong, like I like ours, you know, to a certain extent, but like, it just seems so outdated. Like we're in 2012, and then these guys are in 2020. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, even, even at the stadium, and I don't know if this is a rule for the SEC or this is just A and M, but like literally, never. There's never. Well, I mean, did it change last year? I don't remember. But they used to never play fucking music during the game. Like, they would just do, like, the lyric, like, the, just the instrumentals and play it for, like, 30 seconds. And that was it. They would never fucking play the whole song. Like, Power, like, Power by Kanye West was, like, our hype song or theme song where the players walk out to. And we never fucking heard the lyrics. The fucking lyrics are the best fucking part of the goddamn fucking song. And they just kept the fucking beat. I, but, like, you know, there's there's a bunch of stuff about A&M that I think is corny and outdated and needs to be changed. Like... And, like, literally just, like, the basketball games are so much more fucking hyped than the football games at A&M. Like, yeah, we're playing music I... all the time. We got the fucking DJ and everything, dude. Like, it is so much more of a fun time. Over there, I guess they're just catering to the older A&M fans who don't want to hear anything. It's just, it's, it's, it's interesting to see how the culture is so different yeah. from school to school. But I'm excited for our year. Uh... This next week, I think, is going to be death week for a lot of people's hopes and dreams. Who do we um, play? We got, we got uh, Clemson, and then Texas oh. plays LSU. I know, it's over, bro. So, We're taking this loss. We're about to go 8-4 and four again, maybe 7-5. and fucking five. Probably is going to end up being 7-5 and five this year. You think 7-5? and five? Yeah, 7-5, and 8-4. and four. No way in hell we're beating Georgia. No way in hell we're beating Clemson. No way in hell we're beating... Uh, Alabama, we're probably not beating LSU again, and we're probably going to lose to one of the Mississippi schools like we always do, either that being Old Miss or being Mississippi State, and that's going to be at 7-5, and 8-4. I don't know. Um, I'll need to watch the first half of this game, uh, and then I'll, I'll make my decision, and we can talk about it on the pod, but it really depends because, you know, we we had a lot of players – that were good and they committed to our success last year and a lot of them left and i understand why a couple of them did dalen mack i understood why um uh travian he needs to get his money yeah. you know those running backs they only have so much physicality left in them mm-hmm. they're like they're like cars um and then you know one other person i think Left at the right time was Donovan Wilson. He's been killing it with the Cowboys. What a good player. Yeah. But everyone else, no clue why they left. No clue why they decided they needed to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, if they stayed, I think we could have been considered even more of a caliber team. Well, that, and that's I think, an, well, that's another reason why I don't like college football as much as I like NFL football. 
first of all, the the quality of football is way worse than the fucking in college football. Like, there's some really really bad football that goes on there. It's not really. It's not really. How do I say this? It's it's not what you would consider like really in depth football. Like it's super simple stuff, right? Like even the worst team, like if we say the Cleveland Browns from two years ago when they went zero and sixteen, they would beat Alabama easily, easily. Second of all, and this is goes back to your point that you were talking about right now. Like players are always leaving. You know, for me, being a Texans fan, right, or being an Astros fan, or whatever Rockets fan, like. Like, you create a connection with the players. Like, Andre Johnson is one of my, is my favorite player of all time, and I don't think anybody may ever pass him. Maybe Deshaun Watson, depending on how he does, right? But, like, I, I grew a connection to Andre Johnson, the player. Like, in the NFL, it's more about the stars more than the team, I would say, for me at least. And in college football, it's more about, like, the team, the university, the culture, the history, more than any significant player. for So for me, it's always really been hard to buy in when players are always leaving and going, leaving and going, leaving and going, leaving and going, you know? Yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel like that's what a lot of these young players mess up. Um, they, like, they think that they can be stars in a college team-oriented game. And that's what I think leads to a lot of, you know... Um, of these top talents just going nowhere. Like, I hate to be this guy, but uh, who is that guy? Speedy Noel. You remember him? Oh, uh, Speedy Noel? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wasn't he like a five-star receiver? Yeah, he's probably like a five-star recruit. Yeah, he's pro- he was up there. He was, he was, him and um, the other fucking big-ass dude who plays for Arizona now. Like, oh, my God, I don't even remember his name. Yeah, but look, like I said, yeah, yeah. He, he, was, a, he was a top recruit. Yeah, but I don't know what he's doing anymore. I don't even think he's playing NFL. Yeah, dude, it's like what is it, like one percent of of players in the NCAA actually end up making the NFL. Only one percent. One one percent, I think, of all NCAA players, college football players, actually make it in the NFL. Um, and even then, like even if you make it, like let's say you get drafted or you get signed as an undrafted free agent, like. The, the average career is like three to four years, I think, or two to three years in the fucking NFL. So it's even hard to stay once you're already in because you have so much talent coming in every year. Yeah, I I think it really is going to be interesting to see how the players that I'm growing up watching in college, how mm-hmm. they transition. Like, I, I want to know how Kellen's going to do if he goes to the NFL. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. I totally get that. Um, I think, I think another problem why athletes leave all the time is like, they're really, I mean, and me and you had this discussion before in the class when I was teaching, it's like college athletes not being able to be paid either by the university. And what I think is even worse or more egregious is that they can't make money off their own likeness. So, so like, if you're like a big player, like, I don't know, uh, Johnny Manziel, when he was in school, he wasn't allowed to sell his autograph or anything like that, you know, which I think is total crap. Like. You should be able to market yourself and and capitalize on your fame, whether that how big or small we can argue all day. But somebody says no, you're not allowed to be paid for your signature. I think it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that really is what makes some players stay. You know, yeah. them being able to be a hotshot on campus because they're not used to that and they like it. Yeah, that's cool. And you know, if they put out good like plays and they do great for the team like that's cool i think they should make money off of it because you know a lot of them also they have a hard time like adjusting and i think they should be paid because you know adjusting from going to school and doing these rigorous practices that's hard Uh that's really hard yeah no totally and and i mean football's probably the worst one because like you're taking hits, you're getting beat up as a college football player. Like, those hits still fucking hurt like a bitch, you know? So, I yeah. mean, like I said, like, I totally understand people. Like, like you were talking about running backs. Like, running backs leave because they only got a certain amount of carries in their bodies before they're, like, completely trashed, you know? And then that, and that's comparatively to, like, football players. At 30, you're trash, but, like, you're still, like, a, one of the best athletes in the world as a, as a top starting running back. Yeah, I... I agree. But um, 
yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. Um, and only time will tell how how angry or happy I am yeah. this weekend. I think if we beat <laughs> two of the three, uh, uh, you think we'll beat two, two of, of the three? three gods. If we beat two of the three, I think we're gonna win a natty next year. If we beat one of the three, I'll be happy. If we okay. beat none of the three, nothing's changed. Then we're probably gonna beat That's none my of hot the three, take. bro. Like we'll probably beat none of the three. I think we're gonna beat one of them. At All least right. one of them. Alright, who do you who you got us beating? I think we got Bama beat. Uh-huh. We you got, almost, so we got Bama beat? I think we got Bama beat. Oh my god. I okay. I think I think I think Clemson's gonna be a close game again, but we're gonna lose it over a call. Uh-huh. And then Georgia, we're, we're going to do bad. Because the way it's going to work is Clemson, we're almost going to win. Okay. Georgia, like we're going to we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna lose Georgia. Okay. And okay. then Bama's going to be so hyped up, and we're going to win. That's fucking crazy, bro. I think you're drinking the Kool-Aid and then, you think we're beating Bama. That's crazy. No, no, no. LSU, oh, that's the coin toss. I don't know. Because LSU has a bone to pick. LSU's mad. LSU is hungry, and they're not gonna stop. They're gonna go the whole way. Dude, so we'll see. Crazy. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm still thinking eight and four, but you sounded more optimistic. <laughs> so we'll see. Maybe the okay. So what? What do you predict them going this year? Then right now, like ten and two, nine and three. What do you got? Nine and three. Nine and three. All right, bro. We'll see. We'll see, buddy. I think nine and three gets everyone hyped for next year and then we either crash or we burn <laughs> i think <laughs> so we'll see but if we can clinch a playoff spot this year wow that'd be insane dude if we dude there's no way we're clinching the playoff spot bro i made this bet with my buddy daniel who i work with and went to school with i'm like dude i promise you as long as jimbo fisher is the coach we will not win a national championship at texas a&m and what? That you don't think to... we can win with with Jimbo? Well, it has no, I don't think it has anything to do with Jimbo Fisher himself. I think just the school in general just really, really has a history of underachieving. Um, and somebody has to come in and, like, whip it into shape, like, completely from top to bottom. dude. Because think about it. Johnny Manziel brought so much hype to Texas A&M, and we always, since then, have always had great, great recruiting classes. And every year it's the same thing, eight and four, eight and four, eight and four, eight and four. We have such a strong alum, alumni base that's willing to put so much money into the school and, and into the program itself. And eight and four, eight and four, eight and four. We just have a history of underachieving, bro. I feel like the Aggies are just like the Texans, right? Like the Texans have always had the talent, have had an owner that's willing to pay, the, put up the money. And for whatever reason, we just underachieve all the fucking time. Underachieve, 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 and underachieve, man. I, I, I really and would you say so. that, would you say that the Cowboys are the are UT, then? No, the Cowboys are not UT. What? No, the how the how the Cowboys UT. Because they've won before. Yeah, um, they, they do before, have talent. They won before they when have, they had a good head coach who was like, like created such a great culture for football with um, God, what the fuck is his name? He's on Fox. What what's the old coach? Mac Brown. No, no, no. The the coach for uh, the Cowboys, the one in the nineties, Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson. There we go. That's his name. He is a fucking football genius, dude. Like he's the reason why the Cowboys won all that fucking shit. Obviously, he had great players as well. What I'm saying, but he created a culture, and he was such a great coach that that led them to win. Even they even won the year after he left because that's how fucking ingrained he was in everything. Like that's how much he had set up the the team for success. And ever since then. Cowboys have done squat. You guys, the Cowboys have won what, like two playoff games since he's fucking left. Like, come on. Like, I think the issue is Jerry Jones. That's what I think is the issue. I think he. Oh, it is the issue. And he and he's gotten better in recent years. Like he used to meddle in everything. He made every single decision. And he's, I mean, obviously he still has say. But his brother, um, his uh, his brother, his son Stephen Jones, like has been doing a really good job of like reeling back his dad and making sure that they're making decisions based on what's best on the team not just whatever like he's feeling that day you know and i mean the yeah. whole zig situation that's going on right now we'll see i honestly don't think the cowboys win another championship as long as jerry is like controlling everything but that's just my opinion Maybe i I'm think 
I think so as well. But if they do win, that's the the last championship they're gonna win for at least twenty years. Yeah, I mean it's hard to win in the NFL, man. People think it's so fucking easy to win a, to, to like win a championship or win a Super Bowl. Like it's fucking not like the Patriots make it look goddamn fucking easy because they're the fucking Patriots. They're like from top to bottom, they all they're all on the fucking same page. Well, for the most part. Um, well, it's it's Belichick, I think. Belichick oh, for is sure. The, for sure, for sure. He's for the sure. the dude like, behind the plays. But yeah. um, what is it called? You know what I've been doing recently? All right, which what have you been doing? I have been gaming and I've been watching Netflix and streaming. Okay, okay. What have you been watching? I've been watching Mindhunter. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I, I love Mindhunter. I love Mindhunter. Have you seen the second season yet? Yes, I did. I did. I did. I honestly, I really didn't like the first season that much because it wasn't cause, what. Yeah, because the way it was marketed, 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 um, it made it seem like you were gonna learn more about serial killers and all that stuff, and like, oh, how how things happen and what the mind of a serial killer was. But it was really just about him. Um, the I forget the what his name is, the main agent. That helped start the serial killer program. Holden. Yeah, Holden. Yeah, like it's really about him and his like psychosis and how he's like, like how how he starts like acting weird and all this shit with his girlfriend, and all this crap. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is not what I thought the show was gonna be about, you know. But I thought the second season was way better, and I liked the first season. I just thought I was kind of played a little bit. The second season I think is amazing. That 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 was more of what I was looking for in season one, with season two. I think. I, I binged it, like, in a day. I, I was so fucking happy to see it back and, like, return to... Re, not return to form, but be exactly what I thought it, it was... What the show was supposed to be. Yeah, I, I'm i looking forward to watching it. I, I started the first episode. It was good. And I think I was, like, halfway through the second, and I needed to uh, take a break. But um, I, I just can't help but think, and I'm sure you already know the answer, but, like, that he's getting tendencies himself or that he's you know, messing himself up because yeah. that's like, you know, they, they, they say that, um, you mess with stuff that's dark, you end up becoming dark yourself. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So that's been dope, but I've been more hyped than ever for another streaming application that's coming out. Can you okay. guess what it is? I, I think I have a clue. <laughs> really? Which yeah. one is it? It's, uh, Cause there's a million of them coming out. Yeah, no, it, it has to be, um, it has to be Emerson's streaming channel, the one where like it's twenty four seven nonstop streaming. My Emerson, life. Yeah. Uh, with Emerson Plus. Yeah, Emerson Plus. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. You got uh, food reviews with Emerson. You got basketball uh, highlight sports, plays. Sports with commentating Emerson. with Emerson. Oh yeah, when when you I'm got, missing my wide open layups. Yeah, that's that's a great one to watch. <laughs> you got Stephen A. Smith versus Emerson boxing rounds. Yeah, I would love to see it. I would love to see it all. No, I'm so hyped for Disney Plus, man. Dude, I'm I'm hyped too. I I'm really excited for this. What did, have they said when it launches yet? It's November. November. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. It does not launch November. Yeah, dude. I'm so fucking pumped for this shit. And it's only. I'm. I'm gonna buy it. No, it's twelve ninety nine. No, that that's if you get the whole package. I'm talking about just Disney Plus itself. What? Yeah, it's Dis- only seven bucks. Yeah, Disney Plus by itself is six ninety nine, and then if you want well, the ESPN Plus and you also want uh, Hulu, it's twelve ninety nine for all three. I'm, I'm gonna get the twelve ninety nine package because. I that's all I do. I watch Disney and I watch sports and that's it. And I play games. Yeah, the but only thing dude, the only thing about ESPN that sucks is like you don't you can't you can't stream ESPN, which I think is stupid. I think it's a huge fucking mistake. Like you can only stream like the content that's on there, but you can't like stream ESPN itself, which I, which I think is fucking ridiculous. But uh, wait, I, I, I don't I, get it. What does that mean? So ESPN Plus is not doesn't mean you get to stream ESPN the channel. Like you don't get to stream that. Like you get you get like you get the Peyton Manning show that you can watch, uh, the Nady, the Katie Nolan show that you get to watch, um, the Michael Michael Bryant, the Kobe Bryant show detail where he breaks down plays, like all these great podcasts that are on there. Like you get to watch Sports Center, um, but that's it. Like you don't get to watch. It's not like like when you go to the TV, like you turn on ESPN, like you don't get that in the app. Like that's separate, which I think is a huge mistake. So- 
You're telling me I can't watch games. No, mm-mm, no. The only thing you could watch, I think you could watch some basketball games, and you can also watch the MMA. Like MMA is exclusively streamed on the ESPN Plus app, but you have to pay for whatever pay per view you want to watch. It's not like you get it included in your monthly rate. All right, uh, I'm gonna buy Disney only. Uh, thanks for clearing that up for me and for the fans out yeah. there that were hyped. Well, I still think there's a lot of great uh, content on there, like a lot of really good premium content. But like, I just don't want anybody thinking like you get to watch ESPN all day because that's what I thought too. Like, I get to watch First Take, but you fucking don't. Yeah, I I am so disappointed. I'm not even kidding. This ruined my day. Um, <laughs> Dude, that's how I felt when I found out. I, that's why I was so excited for it. I was like, I'm gonna get ESPN. I'm gonna have Disney Plus. I'm gonna be the coolest guy in town. Yes, I bring sir. people over. We're gonna watch games on my yeah. ESPN. Nope. We're going to watch Kobe Bryant talk about players that I can (laughs) search up on Reddit. No, I'm done. Yeah. But, I mean, Disney Plus is still going to be popping, though, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, the the amount of content they've been producing and making in silence, insane. Yeah. 100%. All the... Like, I'm not even a big Star Wars guy, and I'm excited to watch The Mandalorian. Oh, yes. Yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan, I think you're set for the next year on stuff to watch. You're, You're literally done. You got... You got um, Mandalorian. Um, you got episode Rebel nine. Wars and Clone Wars. If you've never seen it, yeah, Episode Nine. You have all the other Star Wars movies on there. Like you're set. You're good. I can't um, believe Star Wars Nine comes out in like Christmas. Four yeah, Christmas. Yeah. What do you think? You think it's gonna leave a good good note? To end on, or is he gonna pull a Game of Thrones? Look, so this is what I tell you, man. Like, whenever the was it? Nah, was it? Was episode eight called the Last Jedi? Uh, the Last Jedi. The I see. I like the Last Jedi. I don't know why people were so upset about. Like, obviously, it wasn't the best movie of all time, but I thought it was enjoyable. Like, we we went together, right? Yeah, me and you went together to watch yeah, the Last Jedi. Um, and I thought I enjoyed myself. I thought it was hype. I thought it was cool. Um. But I guess a lot of long-term... I've never been a long, like, long-term like long Star Wars fan. I'm not... Like, Star Wars has never been, like, in my top ten things that I'm really into. Like, I enjoy the movies. I've watched every single one of them. I'm, I've watched the Clone Wars... Um, the Clone Wars uh, cartoons and all that stuff. I haven't seen Rebels. Uh, but I, I'm not, like, super in-depth, like, in the Star Wars. So I thought it was fine. A lot of people were really upset about it. I was like, okay, I don't know. But for me, I think they're going to do well with Episode Nine. I think it's going to end well. And there's supposedly another two trilogies coming out. One from the guys from uh, Game of Thrones, who you mentioned earlier, and then another one from Ryan Johnson. That maybe that's still coming out. We don't know yet, but we'll see. I, I think it's gonna end pretty well. Uh, will people be upset? Most likely, because they're already upset about Episode Nine. See, I like Solo too. People didn't like Solo, and I like Solo. But like I said, I'm a, I'm a casual Star Wars fan, so I didn't really have much to lose, I guess. And you know me, bro. I just I just take whatever people give me, anyways. <laughs> like I like. Yeah, you thing. you. Yeah, you're so simple when it comes to, like, fandoms. Like, it, like I'm, I wish I was you so I could be happy, but <laughs> I just have expectations, and yeah. I get sad when they're not met. I mean, Game of Thrones I thought was just trash, like the biggest pile of garbage. Like, I can't even say it's one of my favorite shows anymore at all. Um, I think it, it went from, like, one of my favorite shows to, like, a show that I would never watch ever again. I'm not Damn. even kidding. Um, I actually went back and I started it watching called? it again. Like, like I started, I started. I think I finished season one already. But I'm like, I'm like, look, even if the sh- last part was crap, like, there's, there's still like seven seasons of really good show. But I guess knowing uh, how it ends, you're like, yeah, oh. yeah. But I know how it's gonna end. It's like you know, you you have pizza and you're lactose intolerant. Uh-huh. You know it's good at first, but at the end. It's just not gonna affect very well. So what do you pay. do? What do you what do you do? You don't eat the pizza. That's exactly the same thing with me, dude. Literally. Oh. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's really for me. I just don't have expectations on things like that because I know I don't have any control over what's gonna happen. So that way, I won't be upset. Like the only thing I really get upset about is like football stuff, like Texans. Like that's the one thing I'm like super irrational about all the time. 
Like, I'm like, fuck, y'all are dumb for doing this. Or, like, how could you fucking do that? And it'll ruin my, it'll ruin my whole fucking week. If the Texans lose on Sunday, you'll know because I won't be vibing at all. But I'll just be fucking annoyed. I don't even go, I don't even look at any, like, Bleacher Report stuff. I don't look at any NFL stuff when the Texans or something. Like, everybody's just going to be fucking talking shit all the time. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit. So, I kind of feel where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, some people are passionate with their own things. And I just... I want a good story to end the way I want it, and I just, I need to get better about that, but um, what is it called? I was going to bring something else up to you. Oh, have you heard of this guy named Mr. Beast? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of Mr. Beast. Uh, For those of you who don't know, he's like a YouTuber um, that does like very extravagant stuff. Like he'll be like, okay, I'm going to take an Uber from Philadelphia all the way to Los Angeles. Like, let's see how much it fucking costs me. Like, he does the crazy, exorbitant, like, like, I don't even want to say, I don't even know what the word is. Like, just, like, the most outlandish, expensive things that you've fucking ever seen that, like, you probably in your mind be like, oh, I wonder how much that would cost. Or, oh, I wonder how much that, that would cost to do. And he'll fucking just go fucking do it, which I think, I like his content. But I don't watch him all the time, because then I get sad about being poor. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, this dude, to add on, he does anything that you think would be impossible for someone that's not a famous celebrity Mm -hmm. like he bought a car parking lot oh yeah parking lot you know dealership um the car dealership out of their inventory and started you know selling their cars for like a dollar two dollars thirteen dollars like 2017s like bro i would have loved to been there and, like, enter into Mr. Beast's car dealership. Like, that's crazy. And then, like, he'll play games with people off the street and say, yeah. you win, I'll give you $10,000 right, yeah. right, right here and there. You know? Like, that's wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's Do you wh- think... Uh-huh. Uh, do you think these people need to report that stuff on the IRS? I mean, you're supposed to. I don't know if they are, but you should. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that... That, that's that's uh, the idea with us accountants. Like, we're always thinking about this type of stuff. But um, it was so funny because, like, I saw, like, top salaries in the U.S. And it was, like, a Forbes list. Uh-huh. And number 15 was, like, being Mr. Beast's friend. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. No, dude, like, and, and, and I don't really know his backstory. And I don't know how familiar you are. But he doesn't really come from money. Like, this was just something that, and the, if, am I correct in saying that? I have no clue about the guy. Okay. I, I should probably look into it, though, because, yeah. like, like, the amount of money he makes and, like, the way he gives it out, it's like you would expect he's playing with Monopoly money. Yeah. Like, well, well, the thing is, I was watching this interview he had with Casey Neistat, and essentially, like, he ever, basically, he makes a lot of money on YouTube, and that's where he's able, like, to go back and, like, quote-unquote, invest it into his content, right? And he's able to buy, like, all this fucking crazy shit. Like, because if you watch his video, there are, like, 50 ads in the video. And deservedly so, like, he's making expensive content, you know, like, he's giving away fucking cars. So that's where he gets all his money, and, like, he goes and he fucking just reinvests it right back into his fucking channel and, like, does all this crazy shit that we want to see, which I think is, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool that he is, you know, putting this stuff out and he's giving the money to where it goes to, or, like, where it comes from, the people. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm jealous I will be curious, though, because, <laughs> like... His sponsorships, like, I wonder how lucrative they are because, you know, ads don't make money anymore. Yeah. Um, it's it's all about sponsorships and, like, how are you going to get sponsored by a car dealership, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could, but, like, at what point? Because it's not like he highlighted their significance or anything. He literally just went and bought the cars and then resold them for, like, $3. But I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I... I think it would be so cool to meet him or do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I, I've already told you before that that group of guys that they did really cool stuff. I forgot their name though already. I was so hooked up on them for a while. It uh-huh. was during spring break. Um, but they do really cool stuff that you wouldn't think of doing. Yeah. More along the lines of, wow, that's really brave. I can never do that. Or that's so out of my comfort zone. And then this is so out of my financial <laughs> pocket. Yeah. So, oh, hell yeah. Dude, I wish I had that money just we'll to say, okay, I'm going to give away fucking cars today. Just just for the fuck of it. Yeah, just being like, hey, man, uh, 
you can buy anything you want in Best Buy, but you can't drop anything on the floor. If you drop anything on the floor, that's it. I can't get you anything. Damn. That would be so dope. Was that, is that a video that, that he be... did? Yeah, he did. He did that. Oh, so that's, this that's a good dude, idea. like, yeah, but they went to different places. So like, one went to Best Buy, one went to the gas station, uh-huh. <laughs> one went to a grocery store, one went to uh, an adult shop, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, it's so cool to see what these people do and like how he comes up with them. I'm more than sure he's just like has like a pinwheel and it has a certain type of restaurant yeah. store or maybe he has writers money, whatever maybe he pays writers yeah to come up with some fucking ideas i'm more than sure i mean this dude has the money for it hell yeah so. dude yeah i mean but i know um, you have to get out of here ray so i don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap up no um, i think it was a fun podcast uh thank you all for listening like always we will have either a heated or very joyful conversation next week uh, as we find out whether our hometown team, aka our college team, beats uh, the Clemson Tigers, and Got hopefully <laughs> uh, some more good news happens out in the world, to where we can discuss that stuff. Um, recently, there have been a outbreak of uh, bad things happening in this world, so um, be vigilant out there, be safe, and uh, we keep those of you who have been affected in our thoughts and in our prayers. Thanks so much for listening, guys, to another episode of Hey, What's Up? And I hope you have a great day. See you guys next week. See you next week.